Minister Marilyn Player. A Black woman who is capable of falling and getting up again. The ability to forgive yourself and to start over and not walk in condemnation. Minister Angela Harris. You see those curly whites, you know, oh, she's so graceful. And oh, God doesn't smack on her life. And she's living through hell. You don't know what she lives yeah. with or through. Complex yeah. is just the tip of the iceberg. Miss Rachel Gandy. I'm perplexed sometimes at the thing of being a strong black woman because I think of it as a positive things, but of course I also see it as being toxic. Mrs. Amy Carpenter. I just think that uh, a black woman that can be okay with her weaknesses and her vulnerabilities is another definition of a strong black woman. Welcome to Rough Road. On today's episode, I talk with my semi-circle of friends, women I've known for many years who I consider to be intelligent, caring, and insightful, strong black women. They will share with us how they navigate life as a strong black woman and how they separate the truth of this identity from myth in order to live their best life in the midst of daily pressures, racism, and their own inner struggles. Let's listen in to part one of our conversation. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Today, we are talking about navigating life as a strong Black woman. I'm going to give you all a little space to tell our audience a little bit about yourselves before we just delve into what we're here to talk about today. Hi, Minister Sistrunk and you phenomenal women. I am Marilyn Slayer and I am a mother and I'm a wife and I am a woman of God. I'm a sister. I am a godmother. <laughs> I am a grandmother, special educator, retired after 38 years, been in ministry way over. 38 years, and um, originally introduced to another level in the Lord when I was in college. And so I have been striving since then on rough roads and smooth roads, but I've been striving since then to become all that God has created me to be. And I am a twin. Well, good evening to everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm Angela. I'm single. I'm late 40s. I can't believe it. I just had a birthday, you guys. Yay! You know. I know. <laughs> you know, old like fine wine. That, you that kind. say that. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm the knee baby of four children. As the knee baby, it was my job to tell on everybody. So I loved it. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I think I still do that. No, but um, by profession, I am a nurse of 21 years in middle management at our local VA. I love my family, love spending time with our uh, close network of friends. And it's just beautiful being alive in this day and time. So hey, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I know you got beat up a lot. <laughs> Being a tattletale. <laughs> We're coming down to Miss Mrs. Amy Carpenter. Yes, good evening. I am Amy Carpenter. I am a wife. I am a mother. I am a sister. I'm a daughter. I am all of those things that make up the strong black woman. I am approaching year 40 this year. Woo! And I am intending to be 40 and fabulous. My profession, I am a claim specialist 
for the Social Security Administration. I'm just delighted and honored to be on with you, Mrs. Strump. Happy to be here. So thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Amen. All these, all these great jobs. Okay, Black women, do your thing. <laughs> all right. Ms. Rachel Gandy, future Congresswoman, please come on and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tina, you are crazy. <laughs> My name is Rachel. I am the fabulous 30. Okay. I am single, living my best life. I am a daughter, a friend, a sister, little sister to basically like a lot of people on this call, niece. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just grateful to be on this journey. I've been focusing on mainly like my education. So I'm just grateful to be in my first year of my doctoral program. I'm not working. Yes, do it, girl. <laughs> I worked, I had a good, nice career in politics and working with the governor. And I love the Congresswoman Terry Sewell, the first black congresswoman. And I'm glad now to be able to take my efforts to teach for America as a director of individual giving. So wow. it's been an exciting journey. I love it. Fundraising has been kind of like my thing, being able to raise money for nonprofits and also candidates. So let's just pray that I can take it to the next level and get me some more clients. Oh, so. you definitely will. No doubt about it. We believe working that on for it. you. Amen. <laughs> well, oh my goodness, such phenomenal women. Thank you again for being here. I want to just go ahead and jump right on in. I have shared with you all that I have been reading Marita Golden's book, The Strong Black Woman, How a Myth Endangers the Physical and Mental Health of Black Women. And in her book, Ms. Golden writes that so much of our pride, our identity, and sense of purpose springs from defining ourselves as being a strong Black woman. Ms. Golden suggests that being a strong Black woman means that you handle your business. You do what you have to do, no matter what. And you don't bother others unnecessarily with your pain. What would you say your definition, and this is to each of you, what would you say your definition of a strong Black woman is? I think that my definition would be summed up just to say a woman, a Black woman, who is capable of falling and getting up again, Mm. falling and getting back up again and falling and getting back up again (laughs) and remaining on the path that the Lord has set out for her to remain on. The ability to forgive yourself and to start over and not walk in condemnation. I'm perplexed sometimes at the thing of being a strong Black woman because I think of Mm. it as a positive thing, but of course I also see it as being toxic. You know, I'm not a wife and I'm not a mother yet, but with everything that I have on my plate and having to, what's the saying, put your big girl panties on Mm. and deal with it, put your emotions to the side. Like Marilyn said, you know, being able to overcome adversities. There's some adversities that I have as a strong black woman. I'm just like, it's kind of hard to get up. So when I think of a strong black woman, I think of both, you know, being able to conquer your challenges, getting over things and handling it with grace without complaining, Mm. without having to have 15 minute, 30 minute long conversations, whining is when I think of being a strong black woman, we have to cut all of that out Mm. that some of our counterparts have the opportunity to do and we have to deal with it. 
So mm-hmm. I think of it at that end, but I also think with being that, you know, it's just all this other stuff that can overwhelm you. Um, so it's a beauty in it, but it's also a lot of pain in it as well. Yes. As I was listening to the other definitions, I totally agree. It's very complex to um, define the Black woman because honestly, we've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. When you look at us, you don't see everything that we've been through. You just see what we present. Mm. And so to break that down, it, it takes a while. You know, you got to sit a spell <laughs> to, to really understand what's behind my smile or, or what moves me to tears. So the, the strong Black woman, I think sometimes it is a myth because we can put up a front. You know, the fake it till you make it mm. crowd can definitely hurt us. We can literally be dying, disintegrating on the inside. But on the outside, all you see is a graceful move. You know, this wonderful smile. And you see those pearly whites. Right. And oh, you know, oh, she's so graceful. And oh, God done smile on her life. And she's living through hell. You don't know what she you lives with or know. through. Complex is just the tip of the iceberg. My definition of a strong Black woman would be one who just realizes that her strength lies in her vulnerability. The fact that she can be vulnerable and be okay with it and allow herself to be vulnerable and to just be transparent Mm -hmm. in her weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that we deny ourselves that type of strength. Because I think we do have the ability to be strong in our weaknesses, because as Christian women, we know that in our weaknesses, God is made strong. Amen. I just think that a a Black woman that can be okay with her weaknesses and her vulnerabilities is another definition of a strong Black woman. All of you all have shared such wonderful definitions, being able to persevere, falling and getting back up. That's strength complexity. There's the positive side to being a strong Black woman, but let's not deny that there's also a not so positive side. And it's okay if that strength shows up as vulnerability. You just have to be able to sit well with it. I'm loving these definitions. And what I want as a part B to that is to ask you, do you see yourself fitted with your own definition of a strong Black woman? Do you see yourself wearing that? Well, I see myself growing into it. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't always worn it. Yeah. Um, definitely not. And still being a youngster, I like to call myself sometimes, I think going into motherhood It pushes you into another level of strength. You have to get it together. I mean, you just, you have no choice but to get it together and try to be the example to your children that you desire to be yourself. I feel like it's a everyday struggle and a constant growth process to get there to that level of being fitted with that type of strength and that type of vulnerability. But it's a progressive strife, though. It is. It is. It's something that we grow into. How about you, Minister Player? Are you wearing your vibranium suit of a strong Black woman you define? As someone once said, very interesting. 
<laughs> I think that at the age of 64, that I am finally buttoning up my jacket. Ooh, that's good. That's at good. the age of 64. I feel that I'm glad that Amy mentioned the Lord definitely and vulnerabilities. Um, I feel that I am definitely seeing what the Lord has been saying about me and who I am. And, and I can listen better. The fact that I now know that my spiritual strength may be a little bit more so than my physical strength and that I have to accept where I am. But that doesn't mean that it stops me from going higher in yes. other areas. Yes. You see, because I used to think it was it had to be a total package. So with me reconsidering and learning and being still and listening, I'm seeing where, yes, I think that I've operated with, with the strength that the Lord has put within me and nobody but Amen. God Amen. has put within me. And I appreciate that on even a different level, mm-hmm. a way different level than when I used to. So I'm seeing it. I'm finally beginning to buckle up the coat <laughs> and say, it's okay, I'm going to wear it. Amen. Amen. I love it because we have the differences of age represented on this on this call tonight. We have the youngsters, you know, we have the midlifer and we have a seasoned individual in our midst. And what I love about what you and Amy just said, Amy said, I'm growing into it. She said, I'm, 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 I'm about 40, but I'm, I'm, I'm still growing into it. And you said something very interesting, Minister Player. You said, I'm buttoning up my jacket. <laughs> you said, no, I got it on. <laughs> I done grew into it. Now it's a, a matter of me just buttoning it up on me. So I love it. I love it. Minister Harris, are you wearing this vibranium suit, girl, that you have defined as a strong Black woman? Um. It's interesting that that question. I would want to say, of course, I'm wearing that string. <laughs> but look, look, can't you see that? <laughs> and and then and then life's challenges will present themselves, and then you'll say, well, I thought I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I I have to confess that I think I'm in the getting to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm coming to it, and I'm putting on strength as I met with different adversities and in different phases of life. So I'm, I'm getting there. I'm being prepared to take on this persona and this, this other type of person of me that is, I'm sure, deep down in there. She's just yeah. being prepared to make her debut. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so I hear you saying that you just getting it as you go. You, <laughs> you just you just walking along and as life come along, you know, and then you you allowing situations and circumstances that God is using in your life to strengthen you, no matter where you are, there's still another level of strength that you can find yourself achieving at the end of the day. And that that helps to take a lot of weight off me. Everything that you all just said helps to, helps to take a lot of weight off me as this strong black woman, because now I, can, I see, I don't have to, 
have it all together starting out. I, I can be growing into this thing. I can be handling this thing as I go. The Bible says, what, the lepers got healed as they went. I can, I can get strength as I go. And then I can put as I grow and, and, and come into a right understanding of who I am and who God created me to be. I can start buttoning that thing up. Come on, Rachel Gandy. Come on, y'all gonna see. I got ministers on the line. I got, I know. I got lovers of the Lord on the line. Y'all gonna start preaching. Oh Lord, we don't need Tina going into her thing now because when I Tina know. start preaching, she don't stop. <laughs> um, but I've loved everyone's answers so far, and I'm throwing in a little twist in there. Okay, I think maybe because there's so many times since I was maybe 14 where I was always either the only in the room or it was only a few of us in the room. Mm. And then as I got older, it used to be like, okay, it was just, I was black. But as I've gotten older, it's like, now you're the black, only black woman in the room or just one of few. And I feel like I've had to step into that a little bit faster maybe than the most. Mm -hmm. But be, and because I've done that, and I think we're gonna talk about it later, I've done things moving as like the strong black woman that I noticed that other people didn't have to do. Mm -hmm. And it makes you like, okay, wow, I'm, I'm really having to do this. And sometimes it's a good thing. It helps you realize a lot of things about yourself and being this strong black woman, you get to speak up for those maybe that are not in the room or for us or just women in general. And of course, there's always some growing to do, but I feel like I'm just reminded of being a strong Black woman so much every day and everything that I do is like the first thing on my mind all the time. I, I feel like I'm I, I'm growing, but I kind of, I think I feel it sometimes more so than not. And I'm also feeling like, wow, I really am doing way more than other people have to do in order to get to where I want to go or even stay in a room. And I'm like, if I'm like this, I know a lot of people, <laughs> women that are like this, but we're just not talking about it. We right. just have to deal with it. There was something that Miss Golden mentions in the book. And, and she, she says the strong Black woman syndrome, which requires the Black woman to perpetually present an image of control and strength is a response to what you were talking about, Rachel, a combination yes. of daily pressures yes. and systemic racist assault. And I think that that's where the complexity comes in, is that this is where this thing was birthed. It's not so much a bad thing because it's, it has taught us to be resilient. It has taught us to be, you know, strong, but it has also um, caused us in some ways to silence the healthy and necessary expressions of pain and vulnerability, as Ms. Golden said in her book. But she also insinuates, she said, but a price must be paid. She also adds that most Black women in America believe that if they have enough faith in God, and Christian dogma, uh, whose not so subtle message is that Black women have been anointed by God to bear a heavy load. This is what she says in her book, that the Black woman in America has believed that if we have enough faith in God and dedicate ourselves to prayer, that our faith and dedication to God is mightier than any depression, mightier than any anxiety or breakdown that we may have, and that Jesus is all that we need. She writes, I wish Black women would realize being a strong Black woman 
is not a mandate from on high. If anything, it comes from the devil. And I want to know, because Rachel, thank you for interjecting that into the conversation. I want to know what you think about those words. Do you agree with that assessment? And would you say that you have paid a price? Honestly, when I first read the words, mm-hmm. it kind of made me be like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, God ordained us to be more stronger than everybody else. Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. No, <laughs> you know, but I mean, maybe, maybe it is possibly true. You know, of course, the, the again, the initial reaction was just like, I don't know, but it may be true. But I just, I know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that especially in the past recent years, I've reflected on people who I feel like I have to pay a price. I feel like I have to put my dues in. I have to work till ten. I have to not have any weekends. Not have to do that where other counterparts don't even put half the effort in and they sometimes excel more than we do Mm. and you know it was a remark made to me one time where the person was not even we weren't even on the same qualification level and she said well you should just be grateful with what you have (laughs) right and and these are the microaggressions that I'm sure all of us can experience at various different times and so that's to me that's where my strong black woman comes in in me and it kind of takes a hit. It takes a jab. Like, I can't believe she really just said that to me. Mm-hmm. It makes you really realize, like, I'm really walking in this vibranium suit of yeah. being a strong Black woman and not, and actually having the Holy Ghost and not socking her in her face, right? <laughs> you know, we, 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 there's so many things every day that normal people that right. make it get away with, we can't do. So I, I agree with her to a certain extent. And we know that it affects us on a daily basis. And that unfortunately sometimes are a price that we have to pay. There are things that we're gonna have to do that other people don't. And I'm so grateful because all the women on this call, as a child to my adulthood now, you all have helped me mature into the woman I am. In our own individual talks, y'all have raised me to know that it's gonna be a difference, but it's okay. You do what you're supposed to do. You stay focused, you believe in God and you matriculate the way he wants you to do it in Christ and through love. Right. Because if we don't have love, we're not able to deal with these microaggressions and whatnot that we have to do to pay this price just for us to be successful. Powerful and effective, healing and restorative. The prayers of the righteous, prevailing prayer. My dear strong black women, if you're struggling to navigate life in the midst of pressures, prejudice, and inner struggles, I suggest the book, The Strong Black Woman, How a Myth Endangers the Physical and Mental Health of Black Women by award-winning black author and educator, Marita Golden, who says it's time to launch an inquisition into the meaning and cost of the strong black woman creed that we, as Black women, consciously and unconsciously pledge our allegiance. My prevailing prayer for us today is that we will look intently and graciously into our individual lives as strong Black women and discover that there's strength and vulnerability, seeking help and rest. Father, we thank you for the strength and splendor that you have closed us with as women. Today, we realize that in this strength, It's okay to be vulnerable, to grow, to seek help, to rest, and to love ourselves so that we can be love 
to others. Father, as we fall into your arms, lighten our loads. Help us to realize that we don't have to carry the world on our shoulders. That's your job. We are encouraged by you today not to have the world on our shoulders, but to lay our burdens at your feet and take upon your yoke, which is easy and light. Lighten us today and give us peace, joy, and gentleness toward ourselves and others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you desire prayer today, please let us hear from you. Drop us a note in our virtual prayer box by emailing us at roughroadprevailingprayer at gmail.com. That's roughroadprevailingprayer at gmail.com. That's part one of navigating life as a strong Black woman. Join us next week for part two. I'm your host, C.W. Sistrunk. Thank you for listening and subscribing to Rough Road, a path to healing. Till next time, peace and blessings.